Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Drive Goodman Mason, watch us mylifesports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, not retail, but wholesale, go to rmfp.com. How was the weekend, my friend? Fine. How was yours? It was great. Had a huge night of fundraising for the Cancer League of Colorado, and um, they've been doing this event for a very long time, and this shattered. I mean, obliterated their previous forget about their previous high it was of all time it was really really exciting and really really good congratulations to uh barb and gary reese and the rest of the crew at cancer league of colorado with that time what's up good job job. well thank you thank you time now for the lead The lead is presented by Smokin' Dave's Barbecue and Brew, Colorado's best barbecue since 2007. Get some tonight in Denver, Longmont, Lyons, and Estes Park. News of the day, Nikola Jokic has won his second consecutive MVP as he joins Giannis, Steph Curry, LeBron James, Steve Nash, Tim Duncan, Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Moses Malone, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Will Chamberlain, and Bill Russell as the only guys to win the award in consecutive season. Now, Steve Nash is a top 75 player of all time, but he and Jokic are the only guys on the list that I just mentioned who have never won a title. So let's just say, for the sake of argument, Jokic never wins a title. Will he be seen like a Dan Marino, Charles Barkley, Steve Nash? Great players who have never won a championship, or does he have a chance to be considered with with his current trajectory as one of the all-time greats? Probably great player didn't win a championship. Yep. Kind of like uh, you mentioned Steve Nash. A couple of guys I would mention, um, John Stockton, Carl Malone, back in the day for the Utah Jazz. Charles Barkley, another player never won a championship. I mean, it's it's a... It, Dan Marino, Jim Kelly. It's a hell of a... It's a hell of a... It's a hell of a group, right? Right. You could put together an all-time team yep. that would... Probably that that would just be dazzling of the greatest players who didn't win at all, and it it doesn't mean you're not one of the great players, but that that extra pantheon that 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 next level up, right? The best of the best. Mm-hmm. That's where, for example, like Giannis is is headed in that direction. Giannis has won a title. He's got a title. He's got the MVPs. Right, but so, you have to have that title right. in the eyes of everybody else. Especially in the NBA, I'd say. Like that that really is what kind of sep that that really is kind of the separating factor. I mean, can you even like Wilk Chamberlain got one he he got a couple of titles, right? One in Philly, he got mm-hmm. one in LA. Jerry West got a title. 
eventually yep. as a player. That Just having one ring gives you a chance to reach that best of the best. Who's the greatest uh, football player of all time? Who would most people say? Right now, they'd say Tom Brady. Who's the greatest quarterback of all time? They probably, in terms of skills. Nope. Who's the greatest quarterback of all time? Don't dig too most far. People, most people would say Tom Brady. As far as skills, who's the greatest quarterback of all time? Would you say Tom Brady? Because most people would not. No, you'd say Dan Marino. That's right, because he is being judged on Super Bowls. Who is the most skilled big man of all time? You might be able to make an argument for Nikola Jokic. Mm -hmm. Who's the greatest center of all time? Jokic wouldn't even be top five on most people's list. No, you'd start, you'd go with Wilt, you'd go with Kareem, you'd go with Shaq. Olajuwon. Olajuwon, what are the, you know... You just named what are they Bill, all doing? And Bill Russell. And what are they? You all, just named five champions. Exactly, yes. because that's the way our world works. It's all about winning, and it doesn't matter how many. And I hate to. I'm not trying to be Deb, Debbie Downer here. It doesn't matter, Mace, how many regular season awards you win. Mm -hmm. Let's really call it like it is. It's the MVP. I get it. You can get to the Hall of Fame by being an MVP. It's and not a two-time MVP, but you're not going to be in the, you know, the unofficial top tier of the, the Hall of Fame. At the end of the day, we can call the MVP the most valuable player of the league, but it's no different than the Sixth Man Award. You know why? You know what those two have in common? They're regular season awards. I mean, they mean something. They mean something, but they're regular season awards. Greatness is defined by what you do in the playoffs. That's where greatness is defined. You look at the biggest plays in Michael Jordan's career. All of them come from the playoffs. Even years when he didn't win championships. I mean, you can argue that one of his top three playoff plays was in a year that they didn't make the finals. That was 1989 against Cleveland. When he hit the shot over the Elo. Mm -hmm. And in the NBA, NBA Finals against the Lakers, in which he changed hands. Against the Jazz, in which he hit the game-winning shot. Or against the Blazers when he went off for threes. No yeah. one, generally speaking, cares what you did in the regular season. It's like, it's like in baseball. Are you Mr. April or are you Mr. October? It was Dave Winfield that George Steinbrenner referred to as Mr. May. Right. Effectively, Winfield was trying to replace Mr. October right. in the lineup. I'll ask you, yeah. who was a better player, Reggie Jackson or Dave Winfield? Dave Winfield. Better all-around player, yes, and definitely a better athlete. Who would you rather have on your team? Although Winfield did eventually win a title. Who would you rather have? You'd rather have Reggie Jackson. He big, was a, Win, Winfield was a great player who eventually became a world champion in Toronto. Yeah. I mean, just, but listen. Reggie Jackson, there was a reason why they called him the straw that stirred the drink. I, I <laughs> well, he am, called himself that, right? But it was true, yeah. right? I am not trying to downgrade what Nikola Jokic has done. He's the only Denver athlete to ever win two MVPs, more or less, in back-to-back -back years. Right. But the way you are judged nationally by most fans, what have you done in the playoffs? And this year was not his fault. Last year, no Murray, not his fault. Here, let's just take this to another level. <clears throat> let's be honest here. Danny, you're a Nuggets fan, right? That is true. Nikola Jokic is your most valuable player. 
Would you start your team with him? If you if you were if you were an NBA owner and you can pick any player out of the NBA, who would be your first pick? Probably Giannis. Here we go. Hurts me to say it, but right? Yeah, Giannis. Okay. And if you had to make it okay, so you got the first pick is Giannis. Forget about position, Mace. You all right? I'm fine. Yeah. Okay. Busy? No, I'm not busy. Okay, good. Um, who would you pick? Giannis. Okay. No, I'm saying to you, you can have the second pick too. Who do you want? Jokic. Really? I'm not taking Jokic. Yeah. I'm not taking Jokic. Are we in, are, are we talking about balanced team? Or are we talking about the best? Five? I just, as I just said, yeah. I'm not talking about a balanced team. You can pick any player you want to. Who do you want? You want Jokic? You can have him. You're not taking Jokic, and we both know it. That's why you're pausing. Steph Curry. There you go. That's why I would take two. Interesting. I, Interesting. Now, if we were it? talking about building He's for the long prone. term, I would. If we were talking like, okay, you want the best team no, for the no, long term. No, no, you're just picking best. Just player. for today. For today, I'm picking Steph. Best talent available. Yeah. I, I mean, you don't have to go far down the list to get to Jokic. No, he no. might be the. He probably is the next guy up. To be I fair, I wouldn't even take him third. Who would you take third? I would take Embiid. Oh, I, I can't go there. I'll tell you. You and I have had this discussion. I'll tell you why I would take Embiid. <laughs> because he's a superior defensive player. He does it on both ends of the court. I'm not suggesting Jokic is not an improved defensive player. He's a he's a much improved defensive player. But Jokic is a substantially better offensive player in terms of how complete he is. Not better at scoring. But better at distributing, better at involving other people. He's a he's a better teammate, yes. He makes his teammates better, yes. Imagine what he could do for Steph on this hypothetical a team. Rising or, or, or what he could do for Giannis on this hypothetical team. A rising mm-hmm. tide lifts all boats, and I am with you on that. However, when you have a rim protector like Embiid, it's hard to pass that up. A rim protector. You are not only terrific on the offensive end, you dominate in the box on the defensive end. I'll take him. I'm I'm guessing that. I mean, I mean, and yeah. I understand if you, yeah. if you want. I can understand the pick for Jokic. Yeah. I mean, if you have Giannis, you have a uh, defensive player of the year. That's exactly yeah. Oh, Embiid, and Embiid, you Embiid's have Embiid's never won defensive player of the year. You have a top three guy every year. And you, I'd take. I'd still take the two multiple time MVPs. Okay, what team is better? What team is better on both ends of the floor? Giannis, Embiid, and Curry, or Giannis, Curry, and um, Jokic? What threesome is better on both ends of the floor? Because by the way, Embiid did lead the league in scoring. You don't have to answer I, that. I think Curry right? would get way more open shots with Jokic. I do too. And I and I he I, gets and, open shots because all he does is stand at half court and launch him. He doesn't need help getting open. Well, he stretches the defense out. That's right. That's right. I'm not. It's not a knock against Jokic. I'll take the guy who is the NBA's leading scorer and a top three defensive player in the league. I would. And by the way, Jokic's points will go down when Murray comes back. And his rebounding might likely go down. I would actually, I, I think we've actually seen Jokic's last MVP. Probably right. I and I don't right. think it's, and I think when we look back and say it was not a coincidence that he won MVP in the years they, that 
he didn't have Jamal Murray for a significant chunk of one season and the entirety of the next season. Right. Because, but the Nuggets will be a better team. Right. And you can't take those two MVPs away. I mean, I'm, no. I'm sitting here right now looking at the list of multiple-time MVPs, two or more. And there's, he's going to be the seventh with two. And then you have three with exactly three, yep. two with exactly four, two with exactly five, and then Kareem with six. I mean, by that standard, and I think it's a pretty fair standard, he's he's in the top fifteen points. Here's the thing of all time. If if um I don't think Jokic will do this because the MVP trophy isn't like a piece of cake. But um if it was like a piece of cake, he'd have to cut in thirds and give one third to Murray one-third to MPJ, and then one-third to himself. Because what was our argument? Look what he did without those guys. Right? Yeah. He simply Fair. isn't going to have the scoring numbers no. uh, without those two. He'll have, you know what? He'll have, he may have better assist numbers. Yep, he will have he better will. assist numbers. But he's not going to have a better, he, he's going to probably yep. drop back by three or four points a game. That's right. okay. Coming up after the break, Avalanche can close it out tonight, but they're not going to be doing it with Darcy Kemper, we will explain why. And um, do you think they close it out tonight? I think you asked us to pick the over-under for the game, and I went over for Saturday's game. I should have gone really, really, really over. That's next. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive, Goodman, Mason. Watch us MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. You're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, not retail, but wholesale. Go to rmfp.com. In the meantime, we're giving away a $100 gift card to a great place to work on your golf game, Optimum Golf. You can find them in Park Hill or the Rhino neighborhoods. Uh, you can get your custom fit, custom built clubs if you want to, as you get ready for the season. Or if you want to, do a little fine tuning. They have award winning pros. Uh, they have virtual golf in some really nice bays. You can play courses all over the country. Book your tee time today at theoptimumgolf.com. And if you want, we're going to give away 100 bucks in the next hour of the show. Time now for The Buzz. The Buzz is presented by Mighty Plumbing and Heating. Why does Mighty Plumbing and Heating have over 600 five-star reviews? No one has better service, and they will meet or beat any written offer. Go to mightyph.com. All right, the Avalanche have a chance to close out their opening round series in Mushville tonight with uh, Pavel Francouz in net. Bigger story, though, Darcy Kemper got more than a poke in the eye. Extensive swelling around his right eye, no serious damage, according to Jared Bednar, who said that before uh, Sunday's optional practice. Mike Chambers of the Denver Post reported this observation that Kemper was seen in the hallway outside the dressing room today and it looked like his eye was swollen shut, which made me think, cut, cut my eye, Mick, cut my eye. 
on a scale of one to ten, how big of a concern is the eye? About seven and a half. Yep. Even though there's no serious damage, we have no idea when that eye is going to open. Right. They dodged the bullet. I mean, huge. This this could have been. This a, could have ended the playoff run. No, this could have been a career-threatening injury. Let me let me say that again. A career-threatening injury. Would you rather have a torn ACL as a goalie, or only be able to see out of one eye? My money's on. I'll take the torn ACL. I mean, I wouldn't. I, I I wasn't going that far to say career threatening injury. I mean, if his eye got if, gouged out, it's career threatening. Yeah, I mean, he's not that, going to go Sandy the, Duncan that's from Motriska. That's the. And ex- have a glass I mean, eye. that is the extreme end of it. That that's what could that's what it could have been. Is my point. Fortunately, it's not a big deal. Fortunately, it's not, not a big long deal. term. Short term, it is. Although, this is where a the opponent that you're facing. You may maybe you don't get it done tonight, but you ought to be able to get it done. And so you you have four right. chance you have four chances, right? Potentially four chances with Franzos. I I don't think it'll take four chances. I don't think it takes more than two. Realistically, oh, I, agree. I mean the Preds might get one tonight, and then you get the gentleman sweep on on Wednesday, and that's it. the The other thing that is, that's in play here is if it, let's say this is a a week to week and a half injury. Well, this is where you hope that the Blues and the Wild just keep trading haymakers at each other like they are right now. Right. They're they're deadlocked at two. The way that series is gone, it feels like a seven-game knockdown dragout. Right. Let them take their time. Right. If they they go seven, you're not playing before Monday. That's what and probably and more likely two next Tuesday. That that gives you the maximum amount of time. And again, uh, with Francois, it's not like they all of a sudden become a bad team. They can get by. Probably they can get by probably for the rest of this series and maybe even the first couple of games of the of the next series. Maybe with with Francois and net. Now you don't want to go much farther. And the other thing that comes into play is what if this is like what if something happens to Francois? The the Avs lived that two years ago in the bubble. <coughs> right. And end up losing a series because of that. That's you, you lose your margin for error. Is, is what happens. They can't win a cup with Francois, but they can tre- they can tread water and keep themselves alive with Francois. Right. I mean, they've dominated each game. They're a better team. Right. Right. They, they've dominated all over the ice. Defensively, they've been terrific. Uh, blocking shots, getting in the way of shots. Did a um, yeah. Did a did a great job of that on Saturday. Right. I mean. Again, the Avs had 42 shots on goal, and they were, mm-hmm. <coughs> excuse me, flawless on the power play. And listen, you you talk about wanting to close it out early, and you know, and that makes sense on a lot of different levels. Don't even put yourself in a position where you might have to play him. Close this out tonight, mm-hmm. and get as much rest as you can. Get as much mm-hmm. rest as you can. And listen, this has been a hard hitting series did nashville lose yeah but i'm sorry i I mean i called them mushville at the beginning of the segment yeah but they were truly smashville in this game they didn't win but they laid out 55 hits well how often do you see when a team knows they can't win the series they try to sell some scores out there right they say okay we're not going to beat you but we're going to make we're going to make you remember us yeah 
I don't know. Happen, happens, don't know. All, happens all the time as you get to game as you get to game four of a lost series for a team that's down three three none. Do you think Johansson did that on purpose? No, I don't. And I got to tell you, and, something. I, and I buy exactly I, I buy exactly what everyone in Nashville is saying over there. You know what? And I'm not going to call out anybody by name, but you know what? If the shoe fits, wear it. If the shoe fits, wear it. You're a little girl. If you believe he tried to gouge Kemper's eye out. You're a little girl. I don't think you should offend an entire gender like that. Just you're, say you complain. Fine. You know, you're a little boy. You're a toddler. You're a Just bl- say you're a toddler. You're a little boy. You can, you can go gender neutral fine. and say toddler. Well, in this gender neutral society, yes, I agree. Yes. How about him? Her, you you can go him, her, she. What's, what's the other one? They. They. Yeah. I'm just saying, I mean, you, you, you've, come on, you've got a daughter, I've got a daughter. I don't think you need to, to put down girls with that. Well, I, I appreciate the scolding on air, but thank you. <laughs> sorry. No, I just, I'm sorry. I just heard that, and I'm like, come on, we don't have to go there. Fine. With that, <laughs> yeah, he really tried to gouge his eye out. What is wrong with you? You really believe that he said, you know what, I have an idea for the game. I'm going to see if I can put my stick in a really small hole and try and gouge his eye out. Yes, that's exactly what he was thinking. Now, in all fairness, the hockey code of conduct is when you put a stick in your hand, you're responsible for it. I'm not going to let him go, let him off that easy, but I'm reading people that, that write and I'm listening to people that talk for a living and they're saying he did it on purpose. You're a child. How's that? Is that better? That's much better. You're a child. You are a Mm -hmm. child. If you believe he thought, you know what? We're down in this series. They're kicking our ass on the power play again. I think I want to go Captain Hook. I think I want to go. Who's the guy from Slapshot McCracken? What was his name? Um. Tim McCracken. Tim McCracken. I, had, I had to think of his first name. I want to gouge head, his head, eye out. The head coach and chief punk of that Syracuse team. Really? <laughs> Are you really that juvenile that you really believe that? But you should have seen all the, the 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 chatter on Saturday on social media. Children. In the wake of it. Children. There were a lot, there were a lot of people, right. including some, I think, whose opinions we respect. That's my generally, point. Generally. Who were saying that, and I'm thinking. That's who I'm talking yeah, to. Yeah. That's who I'm talking really? to. That's who I'm talking to. You People have a, who know better. That's my point. You have a microphone, you have a forum, and you're really putting that nonsense out there. Really? Now, if you want to tell me that Todd Bertuzzi did try and take a run at Steve Moore, mm-hmm. I'm on your bandwagon. You got to be pretty freaking talented to find a way to put a stick and fit it perfectly in that moment into the face mask. I don't think that's what he was thinking. While on skates. Right. Right. That's the thing. Like when garbage. It, when it happened, it was just it, it was just it just seemed like a horrible accident to me. Right. Right. And yes, occasionally you do have the Bertuzzi Moore incident. Yeah. Ninety nine per ninety nine point probably eight percent of the of of these types of things. It's just part of playing a physical game on skates with a, with sticks. Right. That it's unfortunate. It ha- it happens. I I mean, 
I thought the I thought the the Johansson the remorse and how he felt after the game. I thought, uh, I mean, that was not so, that that was not someone who was sociopathic enough to try to take out a, an opponent's eye. That was someone who re- who genuinely felt awful about what had happened. Right. But it, it's you know, the sometimes things happen in hockey. Sometimes sometimes things happen in football or any in, in any other sport where uh, effectively you. have Weapons can become. Lethal. Do you consider Gabriel Landeskog a dirty player? No, nope, neither, not not at all. Why? Neither do I. I don't think he's dirty either. But if you had to point a finger at somebody who's dirty, who would try and gouge somebody's eye out, who would it be? The guy with seventy-eight penalty minutes this season, or the guy with fifty-three? Probably the guy with seventy-eight, right? Usually, that's typically the thing. That's typically what we would go by. Yes, because Ryan Johansson. Yeah. Has 53 penalty minutes. Yeah. The last thing he wants to do is go to the box. I don't think suddenly somebody peed in his Wheaties and said, you know what? Today's the day. I am going to take somebody's eye out. Grow up, people. Grow up. Stuff happens. I mean, oh, accidents happen. The they pro- do. The, pr- the, problem, the problem is we are in a society. Gotta blame somebody. We are in a society where people, exactly, gotta blame somebody. People people often misdiagnose intent yep. to accidents, right? Right. Because people have trouble accepting that some things are just random and happen. That was just something random, accidental, and it happened. Coming up after the break, a Rocky Mountain Forest product shout-out question. Nikola Jokic, two-time MVP, consecutive years. Is he now on the Mount Rushmore of Denver athletes? And, and I want to point something out here before anybody puts together their own in their head. You are not required to pick somebody from each team. It doesn't work that way. You pick the four best guys. Not, um, well, we have to pick a Rockies player. We have to pick a guy from this team. No. It's the four, four best guys. That's next. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman, Mason. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, not retail, but wholesale. Go to rmfp.com. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending. Presented by Silterhar Mazda. Get to Silterhar in Broomfield for a no-pressure buying experience at Silterhar Mazda. Or find them at sthmazda.com. Okay, every Monday on the show, we do the Rocky Mountain Forest product shout-out question to our friends Ty, Calcade, and Evan from the Just Us Guys podcast. Nikola Jokic, I think it is very fair to say he's the greatest Nuggets player of all time. Can we get that out of the way? Easily. Okay. So with that, is he on the Mount Rushmore of Denver athletes? And who is on that Mount Rushmore? I am not. Per- you can be on. You can have this belief, and that's fine. You can have whatever faces chiseled in stone that you want to. I don't believe that you need to take a guy from every team. I agree because there's not a baseball candidate 
who matches up to the candidates from the other sports. Well, there is one. There's Larry Walker. Mm, but he's, I, he's in the Hall of Fame. But I would put him behind John Elway. No, I'm just saying he's in the Hall of Fame. He's in the Hall of Fame. Yes, I know. That's it. That doesn't that doesn't that doesn't mean he should be in the four. I agree. He he should not be. He, but, but he's the only candidate because he right. he is in the Hall of Fame. But and, he but he step but in terms of importance to Denver yeah, overall, sure. He stacks and also prominence as an athlete. He he's behind Jokic. Yep. He's behind Joe Sackick. Yep. Behind John Elway. Yep. I'd argue he's behind Floyd Little, kind of the Floyd Little should not be on the Mount Rushmore. I completely disagree. Okay. Well, Floyd Floyd Little. God. Is I, I love what Floyd Little did. And I yeah. know he's the Floyd, franchise. He's the fran. He's not only the franchise. He, I mean, he was the first significant professional athlete to play here in Colorado when he came. When he said, "Right, I'll go to, I'll go." I didn't know where Denver was, but he was drafted by the Broncos. He was the first prominent Bronco. Period. Fine. There were in there. Well, good. There was no NBA. At the okay, time. then Jokic doesn't belong on the Mount Rushmore, and David Thompson does. Because he no. was he was the first significant. No, nugget. I said athlete. I'm talking. I, I'm talking about athlete, not just one sport. Yeah. Floyd Little, John Elway, Nicole Jokic, Josak. I would take Terrell Davis over Floyd Little all day, and I wouldn't even look back. Terrell Davis is the main reason why they finally won a Super Bowl. Floyd Little should not be on there for a career achievement of being the first. Great Denver athlete. He was a great player. He's a Hall of Famer. I get all that. I get all that. Are the, are the presidents on Mount Rushmore the four most accomplished presidents? Well, I, I thought they were thinking of changing them year after year, but they decided not to. It's kind of hard to erase a face I mean, it's and then re-chisel it. Come it's on. historical significance. Guys, what do you think? With that... Um, I understand your argument for Floyd Little. I mean, at the end of the day, Joe Sackick means more to the Colorado franchise, uh, to the Colorado Avalanche, than Patrick Waugh. That's why he but got Patrick the nod Waugh over Waugh. is the most important player in franchise history. Peyton Manning is the best pure quarterback But John in Elway franchise history. meant more to Broncos history. If John Elway could have all four faces, I'd be fine with it. He put Denver on the map. Floyd Little did not. I, I think Who's more, I think Denver was on the map before who, John Elway arrived. No, no, they were physically on the map. Okay, I'll ask you. So you Den, Denver was a non-entity in sports before Floyd Little got it. John Elway... They didn't have sports teams. Him. Right. They didn't have sports teams. Yeah, the Broncos were the first. But and, and, and the Broncos, until Floyd Little walked in... Were a bunch of stumble bums and cast offs, and uh, primarily uh, a bunch of uh, has beens and never will be. You're talking about to somebody but, who wrote the book on Broncos history. Literally. Okay, well then, then, then I'm, I'm excited to have this conversation with you. Back in the 1960s, there were a lot of cities that didn't have professional sports teams. Denver wasn't alone. How, how, More than today, yes. Back in the 1960s, they were the Seattle what? Oh, that's right. They didn't have a franchise. They got the uh, they got the Sonics in. In the sixties, yeah, when Floyd Little came to the Broncos, nineteen sixty-seven, same time, yeah. yeah. Who's the most important player in Broncos history? Period. End of statement. Pick one. If you want to go Floyd Little, fine. John he, Elway. There we go. So he's the second most, but he gets to go on Mount Rushmore because he's the second most important. Yes. 
because we're not about because it's we're, we're, it's not like that we have to take one from every team. Oh, I understand. That's why I would put Terrell Davis and John Elway. Yeah, see, with all with all with all respect to Terrell Davis, Floyd Little being here paved the look. It paved the way for John for John Elway and Terrell Davis that followed. Floyd Little walks in not long after the sellout streak starts. The Bron- Broncos fans a- a- end up raising money to expand Mile High Stadium. All of that happened in large part because of Floyd Little. Well, then I guess it's the same argument for Peyton Manning in Indianapolis that they have that stadium because of him. It's the house that Peyton built. That's fine. You wouldn't make a, a Mount Rushmore of Indianapolis sports without Peyton Manning. Which I, th- I think somebody has to pave the way, and I'm with you on that. And I get it, but, and I understand your argument, but he just happened to be the guy. He was the number one pick, right? In the first common draft. Because before then, the Broncos, they would they had some aspirational picks that they had no hope of signing. Right. They'd draft, for example, Dick Buckus, knowing there was no chance of getting him. Right. So they say, oh, well, we drafted Dick Buckus. You knew he was going to sign with the Chicago Bears, and that was right. it. And so they saved money. He was the first, I mean, Basically, first draft pick they had to pay for, for all intents and purposes. What do we have coming up on Mountain High Appliance, just in case you missed it? A couple of 3-2 series in the NBA between the third and second seeds being led by the third seeds. We'll talk about those games next and the games that happened over the weekend right here on Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason on Mile High Sports. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us at MileHighSports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you are looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. In the meantime, I want to talk about Rocky Mountain Eurosport. You can find them in Denver and in Parker. I had a chance to work with them. And I say it all the time, but now I have firsthand experience. Uh, this is really like working with a concierge type of dealership. Their attention to detail is just fantastic. And I had three guys working with me, and they made me feel like I was the only customer that they had. It was so awesome. I loved it. With that, I want to bring in a good friend of mine, the marketing director, Debbie Hoffman. How are you, Debbie? Hi, Eric. How are you today? Excellent. So not only is your dealership great on so many levels, if you want to buy a car and you have great finance options as well, and you service all makes and models, but you're also really big in the community and putting on events. Uh, what do you have coming up on Memorial Day, which is right around the corner? Sure. Memorial Day, we're doing a customer appreciation day at both locations where we will be providing a free lunch for everybody. I'm going to be cooking hamburgers and hot dogs. And I've got somebody up at the Denver office doing the same thing for all of our customers that come in that day. And you're you a fun way to say hi. And you are usually the one at the grill, aren't you? I am. So I'm if a I, grill master. 
So let me ask you, are you really good at making a burger medium rare and a burger medium at the same time? Can you multitask like that? I can multitask, but these burgers are not the kind of burgers that I get to make that option because they're <laughs> the, uh, what are they? I think they're the Angus burgers that you get Ooh. at Costco, and they're wonderful. Those are real. That is actually very good quality, and there's nothing it wrong is. with shopping at Costco because, you know, you can not only get a 500-bag pound of shrimp, you can get an armoire, and, uh, I mean, everything comes in twos, right? It's a perfect place to yes, shop when you're hosting a party, right? Uh, June 4th, your 4 by 4 event. What's that all about, rigs and tacos? Well, we've got several vendors who are going to be here showing off their wares for the 4 by 4 season, which is launching now, now that we've got some great weather and people are heading out to the mountains and wanting to do some 4 by 4 work. So um, we've got some vendors going to be here. We've got a couple food trucks. One of them is Cooking with the Crown. The other one is Hip Hop's Gelato Bar. We have all kinds of fun events. We're going to have cars here that are pretty souped up that people are going to be bringing down their souped up rigs, and it's kind of going to be like a car show as well. We'll also be doing a car wash, which is a fundraiser for Legend High School football team. How'd you pick Legends? Well, you know what? They don't. We don't pick them. They pick us. Wow. I have. I do these all summer long. We'll right. have the Legend Coms come in. We'll have uh, Chaparral. Anyone that wants to do a car wash for a fundraiser, we're the ones to call. How do people find you when they want to buy a car? If they want to, you know. Go to the 4 by 4 event, the Customer Appreciation Day, help with the car wash, so on and so forth. Sure. Well, we have two locations. We have one in Parker, which is at the corner of Parker Road and Lincoln Avenue, the northeast corner. And then we have our Denver location, which is at Oneida and Leesdale. Okay. And then you can also find us at rmurosport.com. Debbie, always love having you on the show. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks, Eric. Have a good week. See you, Deb. Time now for the final word. The final word. Presented by Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar in Lakewood. Greenfield's has everything under one roof, including the best happy hour in town. Two-for-one wine, well, and drafts from 3 until 7 p.m. Just in case you missed it. Presented by Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville, Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to mountainhighappliance.com. Just in case you missed it, NBA playoff update, the Sixers Heat Series and the Mavs Sun Series, both tied at two games apiece. So Embiid coming back for the Sixers, huge. James Harden also finally had a playoff performance over the weekend, and Luka was able to help help get his uh, Mavericks to take the number one seed to an even 2-2 series. These are both essentially now best of three. Uh, tonight, Celtics at Bucks, 5.30 on TNT. Grizzlies at Warriors at 8 right there on TNT. And both home teams, both lower seeds, the three seeds, leading those series 2-1. Uh, I'm trying to look up an update on John Morant right now. He was dealing with a knee problem that might keep him out tonight. I have not seen an update as to whether or not he will be on the court. But 
either series tonight, evened at two by the Celtics or the Grizzlies. No, home teams win. I think it'll be 3-1 in both. I mean, I know they're both lower seeds, but one team won the title last year, and the other team has won three with their core players there. You can't overlook championship medal. You can't overlook veteran experience. I'm still sticking with the Celtics, though, for the series. Yeah. Well, you you are a Celtics believer. I am. Yep. No doubt. Uh, by the way, John Morant did not go through a shoot-around uh, before game four. Did not go through shoot-around. So he's still listed as doubtful. If you're not going through shoot-around, probably a good chance you're not going to play. That is a good observation. I'm well, thank seeing, you. Uh, I'm seeing that one now as well. Danny, uh, I'm not just eye candy. I know you think I am. In that same tweet, I believe it's the same tweet, it says... Taylor Jenkins said the injury is still being evaluated, so the coach not giving uh, not giving any any real light on the situation one way or the other either. Just in case you missed it, MLB plans regular season games in London in 2023, 24, and 26. Not sure what's going on in 2025, um, but the Red Sox and Yankees had a two-game series at Olympic Stadium in London back in 2019. The Cubs and Cardinals were supposed to play in 2020, of course, canceled for COVID that year, and they are the frontrunners to be a matchup for next season in London. MLB has also played games in Mexico, Japan, and Australia. Your thoughts on MLB in the UK and other markets they should pursue? Well, in 2025, the reason why there isn't a game is as of right now, the Dodgers are in talks to play some games in Paris. Obviously, they'd have to find the opponent. So that's what MLB is thinking right now. London, London, Paris, London. So there's, you know, there's an example of a market to, uh, to which they would go. Um, the thing is, I mean, you mentioned a lot of places. Like you said, you said what? Australia, Korea, uh, Australia, Japan, Japan, and Japan. Mexico. Yeah, these are places where baseball is well established. It's about looking for new frontiers. I could see, uh, depending on the, uh, the the social political state of things, uh, I would imagine China is on Major League Baseball radar as well. China, China. What? Just doing a very poor imitation of somebody who says <laughs> China. Anyway, uh, uh, can we get um, our our buddy uh, Nolan on the mic real quick? Yeah, you know, we, we had a conversation about uh, two months ago. We're far enough into the, into the season. And I said to you, the National League West is easily the top division in baseball. How do you feel about your American League East right now? That you said, no way, no way, they're the best. Right now I'm eating my duck. But it's also early May. Uh, I, I don't see the Padres the, are playing a lot better than I thought they were going to. No, no, they're not. I told you they'd be terrific. You just don't want to then, listen then to me. Then I thought they would be. No, I it's thought. It's own personal. I thought they would be very good, and they, they have the talent. And oh, by the way, your baseball credibility is out the window, considering your team is tied with the Rockies and Mace. You got nothing because the American League East blows, with the exception of the Mets. Every team is under 500. I'm not even a Rockies fan. I just wanted to get that. Out. National League East. National League East is awful. Yeah, you said the American League East. American National, League. well, that American League East isn't awful. They're just not great, and the National League East is embarrassingly bad. Great. You know what? I'm sure the Braves will cry themselves to sleep holding their their World Series rings from last year. They'll be fine. They will. They will. They just need to get over 500. What else do we have, Danny? 
Well, let's uh, stick on the topic of baseball. CBS Sports has their MLB power rankings and top four teams from two cities. Dodgers number one, Yankees number two, Mets number three, and Angels number four. Which would be a better World Series, all L.A. or all New York? Ooh, that's a great question. I think New York, L.A. would probably be the best. I mean, you're shutting shutting out the majority of the country if it's just two teams from the same city. Yeah, I mean, but I think if if you're taking one over the other, like the New York market or the L.A. market, I'd actually rather have the L.A. market. Would you? I'd rather have... I'd rather have um, Otani on the big stage, and we know what kind of team the Dodgers are. What would be a bigger story, Otani on the big stage or Mike Trout finally having a chance to win a title? Depends what side of the Pacific you're on. Over here, Mike Trout. I don't care what's, In go- Japan, I don't care what's going Otani. on over the o- other side of the Pacific. Oh. I'm talking here. I'm just... Here, well, United I, States. I figured it was a matter of perspective. Over no. here, probably Trout. Most people in this country, because the way baseball promotes itself, doesn't even know who Otani is. Which is part of the problem with baseball. Right. If Shohei Otani were doing this 30 years ago, everybody would know who he was. That's right. I mean, even 20 years ago, people knew who Ishiro was in right. Seattle, right? Right. It's only... It, and Otani is much more accomplished than Ichiro. Right. Was. No question. All right. That was Mountain High Appliance. Just in case you missed it, you can walk in any store and try out the appliances before you buy them. Not to mention their sales staff is nothing short of outstanding. When you make a purchase like an appliance, it's a big investment and you're going to have a lot of questions. You need to talk to people who have the answers to get you what you need. You're not going to get the big box stores. You might get something and you will get something, but at the end of the day, you might not be getting the right thing. You will at Mountain High Appliance. You can find them in Louisville, Littleton. You can also find their clearance center in Denver. Coming up after the break, George Payton did a recent interview with Mike Florio. He was asked about Russell Wilson, and then Payton compared Wilson to a Hall of Famer. Which guy is it? There are a lot to choose from. I can. Here's a hint. It's not Sid Luckman. That's not good. 